Welcome back to the Mind Body Spirit Podcast. I am your host, Coach Jordan, and I'm here to help you master the mindset behind your nutrition and your fitness. That way you can lose body fat sustainably. Enjoy the show. Health and fitness is a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. Um, Let's be honest, most of us are in this group and most of us do certain workouts expecting some sort of result, right? It might not always be in the primary focus. However, if you are expecting to, if you're in this group to build muscle and you're expecting to work out to build muscle or you're in this group to lose body weight and you're expecting your workouts to help you lose body weight, uh, they should help get you to where you're going, right? Uh, So results do definitely matter. Uh, they are important, and if your main goal um, is to just have fun and maintain, um, then there's still specific workouts that you could do for that, right? And it's going to be prioritizing more of the funness of your workouts, which could be like rock climbing and ballet dancing or salsa dancing and things like that, right? And I can kind of go into, I'm going to break down three primary goals outside of having just having fun, which I think should be something that we kind of add into all of them regardless. I'm going to talk about that. Um, but I'm going to talk about essentially athletic performance. Uh, if your goal is to get stronger, right? If you're a power lifter or, or you're a strength athlete, or if you're recreational football on the weekends or whatever it might be, right? Becoming, if your main goal is performance, then I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about if your main goal is aesthetics, you want to lose uh, body fat, build muscle, get more aesthetic looking, get more lean, toned, and I'm going to talk about that today as well. And I'm going to talk about longevity. So if your goal is to just live long and uh, live, live a long, healthy life, right? And health and fitness definitely is a huge part of that. Um, and there's a specific way of training and eating for each three of these main goals. And then there's different like subcategories in each goal, right? So if your goal is sports performance, but you're a hockey player, and someone else's goal um, is sports performance, but they're a power lifter, there's completely different training methods and importance on training and eating for both those athletes, right? Um, just like it, the same thing goes for longevity, same thing goes for aesthetics. So I'm gonna kind of break them all down and then I'm gonna break them down into phases. But uh, first off, before I go any further, if you're watching live right now, let me know what your main focus on, uh, or your main focus is right now for your workouts and your nutrition. What goal or what result are you hoping to achieve? Uh, if you're watching on the replay, same question. What result are you looking to achieve right now? I'm gonna go ahead and check the comments. If you're watching live right now, let me know what your what is your goal? What is your result that you're looking for? Why do you work out? If it's to have fun, cool, put that down. If it's to get more aesthetic, to lose body fat, cool, put that down. If it is to become stronger, or increase performance of some sort for some type of sport, put that down. If it is uh, longevity, should have my mic in front of me. So you just wanna be healthier, have less back pain, knee pain, um, have a better quality of life, uh, then, or maybe it's you know chronic disease, heart disease, diabetes that we wanna stay away from. Uh, let me know, let me know right now. What is the result that we're shooting for? And I got a couple of you watching live, so let's go. Rita says, I work out for my health, essentially lose body fat. Cool. Awesome. Thank you, Rita, for sharing. I'm going to help you um, kind of understand how to unlock that goal and the different phases and the different um, why we need to, how we can basically equip you when it comes to nutrition and fitness so they match and then you actually get where you want to be. All right. So I'm going to start with aesthetics because I feel like that's a pretty popular one and also because 
Rita said that she mentioned, you know, um, losing body fat. Linda said one and two also. Yeah, so losing body fat, says Kate, gaining strength muscle. Perfect. All right, cool. I'm getting a lot more comments now. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Might be on a delay, so that's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, let's start with aesthetics then. So, I'm going to break it down, and I've got a little bit of notes here, too. I'm going to pull up. Um, so, for aesthetics, right, we can break things down into five steps. There's essentially three main ones, but I like to break it down into five because um, there's one step that's going to be true for no matter what your goal is, if it's aesthetics, longevity, or performance, uh, where you need to start with clarity. So this is going to be the one phase that kind of is always going to be consistent. Uh, you got to understand what it is that you want to achieve, what you're willing to give up to achieve that or sacrifice to achieve that for how long, how long it should take you to, to get there before starting, right? And then so clarity, it could be something like, hey, I want to lose 20 pounds uh, of body fat and get leaner and more toned and maybe stronger as a result along the way. So that's your aesthetic goal. And priming is a good step. After that, should take two, three months to lose the body fat by adding in more activity or um, you know, cutting out a certain amount of calories, right? Or follow, you can even follow a restrictive diet <laughs> and it would work at that point as long as you get these steps right. And then recovery, so get the calories back in, go back to maintenance, and then integrate that into your lifestyle so you don't have to do it again, right? And just maintain those results. So clarity should just figure out what you're going for and how you're going to get it. Now, if you don't know all those things I just said, that's fine because I'm going to break them all down next. Uh, priming is going to be step two. So no matter what, if you're having an aesthetic goal, we need to prime first. So if you've already got a really solid lifestyle where you've been focusing on longevity for a very long time, then you're probably already pre-primed, which is great. You eat a good amount, your metabolism is super flexible, you sleep well, you got low stress, you have tons of steps throughout the day, at least 7,000 or more. Um, you drink plenty of water, eat lots of protein, you've been doing that consistently for at least six months, then you're primed, ready to go, and you can kind of skip that because you've already done the priming phase. But if you just started, if you tried dieting in the past, or if you've not been you know, eating enough protein, you've not trained, you've never been in, in, in the gym before in your life, you've never worked out before, then priming is super important. We can't just jump into an aesthetic goal without priming first. So what does priming look like? First off, there's like kind of three things that I like to look at, but really it's everything I just mentioned. It's setting a solid foundation and base of health. So it's building muscle and getting as strong as possible, which in order to do that, you need to drink more water, eat more protein, get more sleep, and strength train a few times per week, two to three times per week. Um, ideally total body, so you can get in, get out. You don't have to spend a lot of time doing that. Um, once you've got that solid base and you've been working on that, getting stronger, getting healthier, increasing your energy, increasing how much you can eat without gaining weight, getting more metabolic flexibility, decreasing your stress, uh, at that point your body is primed and ready for a fat loss phase or you know, to burn body fat and get more leaner toned, which if you have an, uh, an aesthetic goal, it's probably your goal right there. Um, so you want to get to that phase first. Priming, I at least... No matter where you're at, I would say at least prime for three months. If you're coming from, you know, if you've always undereaten or you've always overtrained in the past, I would prime for longer than three months, maybe six, maybe 10 months. I've seen a client have to prime for 10 months before going into fat loss, but it's worth it. And then 
you enter fat loss activation or and what we're gonna be able to do is create that deficit so you can burn body fat right so that could be maintaining your solid base should be always maintaining your solid base and increasing activity levels so getting more steps in the day if you normally get 7,000 we want to create a deficit by getting maybe 12,000 right and just ramp up those steps uh, you could also cut away some calories so and maybe a combination of the two steps and calories boom increase steps uh, and then decrease calories by a little bit and when I say by a little bit I mean 300 calories tends to be a little bit but enough to make a, a difference um, 500 calories is a little bit more um, so if you're not seeing a difference with cutting 300 then cutting 500 makes sense uh, cutting 700 is really the most I would ever have someone cut at one time if you're not losing weight with cutting 700 calories then you're not primed for weight loss your body's just not responding well and you need to spend more time in priming right I think a lot of times we get stuck just wanting to lose weight when we have an aesthetic goal and what ends up happening is people will cut calories and keep cutting and keep cutting because they're frustrated because they're not losing weight um, when really they should be going back to priming realizing that they should get stronger gain the ability to eat more without gaining weight gain more metabolic flexibility um, get more mobile stress less and just have a better base right because if your base is not solid then you know trying to lose body fat is going to seem like Russian roulette or like you're gambling or rolling dice sometimes but if you come from a good solid base you can pretty much predict what's gonna happen next um, once you've lost the body fat so if your goal is to lose 20 pounds and your fat lot you've primed for six months and then you go ahead and do off and on um, calorie deficit with more steps for like three months boom you lost your 20 pounds now it's time to recover right we do not stay at your diet and make your diet a lifestyle that does not make sense I know a lot of people try and you know and do that and that's where it doesn't work long term you don't get long-term results because if you did keto and then you tried to make keto your lifestyle eventually your health goes down uh, energy goes down you adapt right I've seen people try to adapt to 1200 calorie diets as their lifestyle because it, they lost all their weight on it and they think okay I just gotta keep doing it and I'll be happy it's worth it you know that trade-off but what ends up happening is the quality of life goes down they start gaining weight they gain all the weight back and then metabolism's in a worse spot so uh, we do not go straight to lifestyle integration right without recovering first so clarity first prime the body get strong build a solid base lose body fat and then recover your metabolism go back to priming again build more muscle eat more focus maybe more on mobility and stretching rather than strength training for a little bit and then get back into strength training again and so we start crossing back over into more lifestyle integration and then again at that point your goals might change you no longer need to lose 20 pounds maybe it's just about having fun and maintaining your results at that point you can go ahead and join a hockey league or um, start you know hiking more often or whatever it might be and you don't have to necessarily strength train all the time right to keep maintain your results it actually takes a lot less effort to maintain than it does to build results in the first place so that's how you get an aesthetic goal such as you know losing 20 pounds um, I understand there's more aesthetic goals out there like just gaining 10 15 pounds of muscle uh, and in which case it's very similar you would still clarity first realize that you got a prime then instead of trying to do a fat loss activation you would kind of do a, a muscle like a you know hey I'm gonna go into a surplus 
and try to eat a little bit more and gain weight, you would actually pull down your steps for a short period of time and you would make it easier to build muscle. Um, and then if you needed to, right, you would go, well, you should actually just recover from that, go back down to maintenance, body fat should start coming off at that point, And it should be able to be easy to integrate back into your lifestyle again. And just, you would need to continue strength training um, to maintain lots of muscle mass though. So if you're trying to gain and build, um, just know that lifestyle integration looks a little different than when if to try to keep muscle on, like large amounts of it, which your body don't, doesn't really naturally have, um, versus if you're just trying to keep body fat off. But keeping body fat off is a lot easier than maintaining uh, large amounts of muscle mass. Uh, I'm going to pause for a sec and see if that made sense. And if you guys had any questions, want me to elaborate before I go into more longevity focused. Um, so please, if you're watching live or on the replay, right, uh, let me know what other questions you got. Um, not seeing any on the computer. Sometimes that's a little slow, though, on the comments. And let's see here. Uh, nope. Okay, cool. So no questions on that. So I'm going to jump down to number two, which I think Rita and Linda both said like, hey, lifestyle is important. Health is important or not lifestyle. Um, longevity <laughs> is important in life um, and health is important, right? So let's go ahead and jump over to that. So clarity, again, focusing on if your goal is to live longer, um, be healthier, have more energy, just feel better. Right. Identify the places where you think you can improve and where you feel like you should improve. Right. And then identify the problems behind those symptoms. So if you think, hey, my energy is low, how is your sleep quality? Are you sleeping well? Right. If you're not sleeping well, then no wonder your energy is low. Right. If you're not drinking enough water, no wonder your energy is low. If you feel like, you know, you could be healthier and then you look at your food that you're eating and it's mostly like processed food and fast food, then of course we want to optimize that to eat healthier, right? So you got to identify the things that are not getting you closer to your goal, which is longevity and health. And, and then we want to say, Hey, what am I willing to do? Or as a compromise, what am I willing to do? What am I willing to change to get me closer to that goal? And then boom, you start working on it. Right. And I would still say there's a priming phase in there because muscle mass actually is something that will make you live longer and, and have better just overall like age better, be stronger. If you're stronger, you're less likely to get injured, less likely um, to have back pain, knee pain, things like that if you got good functioning muscle, right? As you get older too for longevity, protein uh, intake becomes even more important. So as you get older, your protein intake actually should go up um, because it's harder to maintain muscle mass. Um, and that comes from not just being older, but I think it comes from the fact that we just need more protein as we get older. So therefore, muscle mass is harder to build unless you have a really high protein diet, right? So maintaining lots of protein in your diet, staying active, right? Making sure we're mitigating stress, getting rid of stress, all those things that you would do for priming to get ready for effective fat loss make you healthier, right? Um, and of course, we can overdo anything. So if you're overdoing workouts, then that all of a sudden you're no longer priming, you're more like becoming an athlete and that's a whole different goal, right? So we need to find a happy medium of doing the things like going to the gym the right amount, 
um, with the right frequency and intensity to where you get stronger, healthier, more mobile, don't sacrifice anything on that end and just be able to feed into longevity or prepare you for fat loss if, you're, if, the, if it was goal number one, right? So you pretty much will stay into, if your goal is longevity, you'll pretty much stay in a perpetual priming phase um, with an emphasis on recovery and figuring out where you need to recover from, right? And if you have a lot of, lots of stress in your life from work, then we need to de-stress. If you have lots of stress in your life because you're not eating healthy, then we need to probably upgrade the quality of the food you're eating, right? If you've got allergies, cool. We gotta figure out how to um, you know, either improve your allergy symptoms or you know, stop eating certain things which you're allergic to, right? Things, stuff like that. So when it comes to longevity, you just stay in a priming phase for pretty much forever. So if your goal is to, hey, I would need to lose a little bit of body fat and then maintain it, you would essentially say, all right, for a season, I'm gonna be doing an aesthetic goal. Maybe it's a year, you focus on aesthetics. And then from that point, once you're done and you go into that lifestyle, you wanna make sure you start priming your body for just living a longer, healthier life, all right? And those decisions are gonna to be toward going towards that which also means happiness, right? Being happy is also like your mental health is a huge part of longevity. Uh, so if you never let yourself have your favorite food because you're in the name of health, you're not actually being healthy too. So realize that um, longevity goals are very much like in the middle, splitting everything. If you are really focused on longevity, you're going to be strong, but you're not gonna be the strongest you could be. You're going to look good, but you're not gonna look the best as you could be right? You're going to just maximize your health. And anytime you go towards the extremes of, hey, I want to perform really well and get really, really strong, some health will be sacrificed. Anytime that you go, you know, running a marathon is a great example of that. Like Running a marathon is not healthy on your body, right? But running is. <laughs> so it's one of those things where anything in the extreme will, you know, take a toll on your health. So understand that if longevity is your focus, that you're just splitting everything down the middle. You're getting a little bit of everything, but not a lot of anything, right? Um, so I think if you come to terms with that, longevity becomes pretty easy. Um, I got some more questions. Awesome. So cycling, you cycle it out. What are we cycling out, Rita? Uh, let me know. Are you talking about the phases? Because if there's phase, yes, there is phases to everything we do, right? So if you are... And, you know, trying to lose body fat, for example, or build muscle, you shouldn't be doing that permanently, right? There should be a time when you're, um, if you are trying to build muscle where you're, you're no longer trying to build muscle, but instead you're focusing more on priming and longevity, and then you go back into building muscle again, and then you go away and then back in, right? Um, same thing for fat loss, right? We should focus on priming and your body ready for fat loss, do it for a season, and then get out and go back to, hey, what's a healthy lifestyle? And and focus more on longevity for a little bit and priming your body again for more fat loss if you need it or for more muscle building if you want it, right? So that's how we, these different phases really, really help. Um, and because we can't really effectively focus on more than one goal at a time, right? So if you want to, if your goal is aesthetic, so we can split that into two things, building muscle and losing body fat, um, you need to build muscle to lose body fat first, boom, and then boom, so that helps, right? Um, so you can bounce back and forth between the two. But if you're trying to do them at the same time, it's really, really difficult. Uh, and most people will plateau when they're doing that. 
most people. There's some very rare circumstances where you will not plateau and get both at the same time. And I can do a different live on how to do that if you guys are curious. Um, all right, last, last one I did not talk about was performance, but looks like most everybody in here only cared about the first two. Um, so I'll just make performance really, really quick. So when you're an athlete, you need to prime for your sport. So it's think of preseason practice, getting stronger, getting more mobile, so that way you can perform well in season. When you're in season, whether it you know, be a certain sport like powerlifting or swimming or marathon running, if you like to run, right, or doing triathlons, then you're going to focus on you know, just your event, right? You're gonna do the event. Once the event is over, you gotta recover, right? You gotta reprime, you gotta make sure that your mobility goes back to 100%, your strength goes back to 100%, your, um, you know, like the toll that your sport, sport will always take a toll on your body if you're doing it to your best, right? So you gotta make sure you recover your body and then go, you can go back to a good lifestyle again until the next time that you sign up for another marathon or another powerlifting meet or you have a game coming up, right? And then you have to reprime again and then boom, perform, and then recover, and then go back to your lifestyle. And hopefully your lifestyle is healthy, focused more on longevity, right? Um, so it's the same sort of mindset that you would take into fat loss. Fat loss could be your performance or your sport, right? So for bodybuilders, for example, super, super aesthetics, taking aesthetics to the athletic level, um, then you're going to prime for like six months before a show or a year even before a show, then you're going to lose body fat and get close um, to where you would wanna be for a show, then you sign up for a show. <laughs> then you do a quick cut, that final, like four weeks, five weeks, six week cut to get you to that final stage, and then boom, you perform, and then you gotta recover, which means you're probably gonna gain body fat because anything super extreme requires an extreme rebound, usually. Um, but the healthier, you can do it healthier, right? And so the longer you prime, the less shows you do and stuff like that as a bodybuilding athlete, uh, probably the better. Same thing with, you know, the reason why the, you know, any type of athlete has a, like, you know, for example, football players, NFL, you rarely see football players go over 10 years. And if you do, like, they're just typically genetic freaks who got really lucky and not injured, right? And that's, and even them, like, they're performing for a season, and then the rest of the off season is just recovery, getting stronger, rebuilding for the next season. And when they're in season, they're not worrying about getting stronger. They're just worrying about winning their games, performing as best they can, and recovery, recovery, recovery. Uh, so I hope that makes sense. Um, any other questions, please drop them on the replay of this live. Thank you for the three, five, six of you guys for staying to the end. Thank you for listening to the Mind, Body, Spirit podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to leave a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever it is that you get your podcasts because this podcast only grows by you doing that word of mouth. So I really, really appreciate that and I hope you enjoy future episodes.